Welcome to week five of the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Federation, the fantasy booking show presented to you by the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast, a show that is for the fans, by the fans. I am your phenomenal host, Mr. Podcasting, Chris Belcher. Thanks for being with us. Follow us at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, make sure you comment. Leave us some feedback. We appreciate that very much. I am joined, of course, by the young buck, Mr. Andy York. Andy, how's it going, man? Good. I'm uh, I'm enjoying what we're doing. I promise you, I'm not going to go as long as I did with the pay per view. But pay per view uh, was long, but that's <laughs> okay. Long, but that's fine. That's fine. I've been watching too much AEW. So I was going to say AEW shows are yeah. so dang long. It, yeah, it's fine. It's or fine. you remember when uh, they first did the two night thing? Uh, uh, Mania, yeah, over lockdown. Well, yeah. then when they was it 2021 or it was like two, the first two night with a live audience. Yeah, 2021. They're yeah. like, oh man, it'll be reasonable. No, both nights were super long. <laughs> so was, I mean, you know, people do it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, and it was yeah. good. It was good. It was, it was good. great. Thank you. Thank you. Um, also with us, of course, back in the saddle is the man at the gorilla position, Mr. Brad Beal. Um, how's it going, man? Oh, it's good, man. I'm excited. I'm very excited. Excited to actually be in the room with you guys again. Yeah. Um, and, and excited to see what the frick is going to happen <laughs> in week five, dude. Week five. Week we're, five. We're already in week five. We talked about this on the last episode. Like, I can't believe we're already here. Yeah. This is crazy. Um, we're not going to give pay-per-view recaps for you. Go back and watch and listen to the pay-per-view, please. Yes. Like, do that. It's worth it. It's it's totally worth it. Um, if you're listening right now and you don't know what happened, you'll just be surprised. You might be confused. You'll definitely be surprised. You will be confused. I will, I will guarantee you. <laughs> You'll be confused. You need to go back and listen to it. Go back and listen to it. I was there, and I might be confused. <laughs> oh, but it's going to be fun to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, not because it's confusing, but I just right. have a really bad memory. Right. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. If you're not subscribed to us on the BodySlam.net YouTube channel, please do that. If you're not subscribed to us wherever you find your podcast, please do that as well. Leave us some feedback. We appreciate it very much. Thanks for hanging out with us. Of course, on SportsWire Radio as well. Shout out to those guys. All right, week number five. Uh, anything we got before we get started? Anybody, anything? I don't know, man. I don't we think good? So we gave feedback at the end of the pay per view. We did. Uh, yep. We, we did pick up. You guys dropped seven people. Yes. Picked mm-hmm. up uh, two surprises. Yes. Yep. Uh, so maybe some of that will play out. Maybe it won't. We don't know. We're about to find out. We so. shall see. All right. So we do have timers. Yes. 30 minutes are <laughs> on the clock. And Andy is up first. Mayhem is first this week. Andy, I will start the timer after your intro. Well, there is no video. Oh, there's no opening song. package. Yep, there's okay. no opening package. Uh, there's no video or song, but it's just a video kind of recapping what happened at Conquest sure. of Champions. The ladder match, uh, Brock Lesnar showing up, The Fiend showing up, FTR winning the tag team championships, and then Matt, m- snippets from both the men's and women's semifinals with Asuka and Seth Rollins holding their championships at the end of the night. We cut to commentary. Michael Cole says, hello, everyone, and welcome to PBWF Mayhem. I am Michael Cole, your host tonight, as joined always by Pat McAfee and Wade Barrett, and we are dealing with the fallout from Conquest of Champions tonight. And speaking of champions, let's start it off with our new PBWF Men's World Heavyweight Champion and Tag Team Champions. <laughs> Seth Rollins 
Reigns is making his way out to the ring. Triple H by his side. FTR with their tag team championships. Wardlow kind of holding in the back, making sure not, nothing's happening back there. He's got everything protected. Seth Rollins walks out. All three men hold their championship gold in the air. Wardlow is saying they're smiling. Triple H is clapping. And they make their way down to the ring. Seth Rollins has a microphone. And he says, Conquest of Champions was the crowning moment for revision. They are now, we are now the staple of PBWF mayhem. Uh, Triple H grabs the mic and says, I told everyone on night one that this is my show. And last night, Revision proved it. We can't and won't be stopped. Kenny Omega, one of the best wrestlers of all time, did everything he could to beat Seth, but he just wasn't man enough to do it. The Young Bucks did everything they could to stop the best tag team of all time, but FTR is just that much better. Wardlow showed his dominance by taking out a washed-up legend like Bully Ray, and nothing and no one will ever stop us. Seth Rollins grabs the mic again and says, Was there ever any doubt that I wouldn't win the world championship? Was there ever any doubt that FTR wouldn't win the tag team championships? We are the best group, no, wrestlers, faction, whatever it is, in mayhem, and it isn't even close. Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and newest, sort of newest member of the Elite, Adam Hangman Page. They all make their way out to the ramp, to the ring. The Elite is officially back together in PBWF Mayhem, and Kenny Omega has the mic in his hand. He says, Seth, Triple H, you really think you accomplished something last night? Seth, you couldn't beat me without the help of your uh, daddy, Triple H, over there. You couldn't beat me on my worst day by yourself, and you proved that last night. I should have won that championship. Last night, the Bucks should have won the tag team championships. And now, now that the Elite are truly back together, now that Paige has finally rejoined us, you won't be able to do anything to stop us, and you won't stop us from taking those championships from you. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks climb to the apron, and as Paige is walking on the ring steps, John Moxley jumps out from the crowd and takes out Kenny, uh, Adam Page with left and right. Kenny and the Bucks are shocked, and at that moment, Seth and FTR jump and hit drop, double drop kicks, knocking everybody off of the apron. All eight men are now brawling in the aisleway in the apron, and Triple H and Wardlow are just kind of standing there. When Wardlow turns around, eats a Claymore from Drew McIntyre from where he slides in from the back of the ring. He takes out Wardlow from behind. We have mayhem starting off the show tonight. We won't get anything tonight unless we restore order. William Regal is now on the stage yelling, enough, enough. <laughs> Ref and security come running out. All 10 men get separated. This isn't happening tonight. Not on my show. Kenny, you think you just deserve another title shot? Yes, it wasn't the finish we wanted, but the fact of the matter is you still lost. But I'll give you your chance to get back in the title picture because tonight, for the first time ever, and for the first time in a long time, Kenny Omega, you will team up with your former partner, Adam, Hang ha Adam Hangman Page, and you will take on the team of the PBWF World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins and his former partner, John Moxley, in the main <laughs> event tonight. <laughs> and if you win, Kenny... The next week, you will be in the number one contenders match against the winner of Brian Danielson and Cody Rhodes tonight and a mystery person that is going to be appearing for the first time on PBWF Mayhem. But if you lose, you never get the chance again.
And as for you, Paige and Moxley, you're already having your match at Addicted to Chaos. However, the winning team tonight gets to pick the stipulation for that match. Mm. (laughs) And Drew, you just want to stick your nose in other people's business with Wardlow? That's fine. You'll get your chance tonight to face Wardlow in the ring. Now, Mm. everyone, get out of my ring. Wow. Michael Cole is on commentary. What a main event tonight, and we have a massive matchup between Wardlow and Drew McIntyre. We have to restore some order, and we cut to commercial break. Segment one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whoa. Also, uh, commercial break, prowrestlingtees.com. <laughs> we, right. we should do actual ads <laughs> right. for our own. Commercial our own. break. That's funny. I love it. Oh, my gosh. All right, let's head to the ring for our first match of the evening. (laughs) Sasha Banks is making her way out to the ring. She is looking to bounce back after getting upset in the first round of the women's tournament by Ruby Soho. And the action doesn't get any easier for Sasha Banks as her opponent. Oh, no. Jordan Grace is coming to the ring, and let's just be real honest, she is not in a good mood after being rolled up by Asuka at Conquest of Champions. And in fact, Pat McAfee says, I talked to her earlier today, and she is looking to make someone pay for her anger, and that person is Sasha Banks. And the bell rings, and Sasha, just like Asuka did, does everything she can to try to get Jordan off of her feet, but she still isn't able to. In fact, every time she gets some offense in, Grace just flattens her with a huge move, taking Sasha out. Grace has Sasha in the corner, goes for the splash, but Banks is able to dodge. Sasha nails Grace with a drop kick, um, but Grace stays on her feet. So Sasha goes for it again, but again, Grace stays on her feet. The third time Sasha goes for it, but this time, Grace nails her with a spine buster into the corner. Sasha rolls out of the ring as we cut to commercial break. Mm. Segment three, the match continues. Grace is in full control. Uh, Jordan Grace has Sasha Banks up for a powerbomb, but she is able to maneuver out of it, and somehow she hits Grace with a sunset flip powerbomb. One, but Grace kicks out super powerfully. Banks climbs to the top, goes for a double meteor, but Grace catches her and plants her with a powerbomb. One, two, Sasha kicks out again. Grace picks up Banks for the Grace driver, but Sasha gets out of it, rolls out of the ring. Grace slides outside as well, goes for a running crossbody, but Sasha moves out of the way, sending Grace flying through the barricade and into the crowd. Sasha gets back into the ring. The ref gets to eight, count nine. Grace is slowly pulling herself up. Ten, bring it off with countout victory. Sasha Banks wins via countout. Sasha Banks is celebrating in the ring, but before the music can even play, Grace just slides back into the ring and just starts to beat on Sasha Banks. Grace nails her with the Grace driver, rolls out of the ring, grabs two steel chairs again. Michael Cole in commentary says, oh, we saw her do this with Beth Phoenix. What is going to happen? She places one of the uh, she places Sasha's head on one of the chairs, lifts the other chair up. She is here. Bailey is rushing down to the ring. She has a steel chair of her own. Grace powders out of the ring. Grace is standing. Uh, Grace is standing on the ramp, looking back in the ring. Bailey slowly helps Sasha up. Sasha and Bailey embrace. The crowd is going crazy. Everybody's happy. Bailey plants her with a Bailey to belly. Oh my gosh! Bailey has turned on Sasha Banks right onto the steel chair. The crowd can't believe it. What is Bailey doing? A sinister smile comes across Bailey's face. As Jordan Grace joins her in the ring, Bailey lays the chair down, pulls Sasha over, 
Bailey lifts up. Sasha makes for a cactus driver and plants her skull first on the steel stair. Sasha is busted open, and Bailey is standing over her with Jordan Gray standing behind her as we cut to commercial break. Nice. Love it. <clears throat> Segment four. CM Punk is making his way to the ring. He obviously has to be furious over what happened to him over the past couple weeks, but specifically what happened last night at, or couple last week at Conquest of Champions during the championship match. <coughs> and Eric Bischoff and, and debuting Brock Lesnar ruined his chance to win that pure wrestling championship. So I'm sure Punk has a lot to get off his chest, and we know Punk isn't afraid to let people know what he's really thinking. Punk <laughs> grabs the mic. And he says, I really don't understand Bischoff or what Bischoff thinks he's doing. He thinks he is the end-all, be-all of professional wrestling. But the truth is, he never truly understood this business. And it's one of the reasons why he destroyed not one, but two companies and got fired so quickly from another. But what I really don't understand is why Bischoff and Lesnar are together. No one wants him here. No I'm one even... Bad. And I'm bad. Bischoff, it's just Bischoff making his way out on the ramp. Punk, 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 punk. You really think this is all about you, don't you? I could care less about you. To be honest, punk, I don't even really hate you. I just hate everything you stand for. Your mindset, your impact on, rest, on the wrestling world, everything you stand for. You really think that you are the best in the world? You left for seven years and came back to a hero's welcome. I never really left anything, and I got treated like a villain, like a traitor, all because I hate this era of pro wrestling. That's why I chose you. That's why I attacked you. And that is why Brock is going to destroy you and will continue to destroy you. You are going to regret coming back to wrestling. You are going to regret everything you've ever done. Brock is going to end you and send you back to Chicago where you belong. Punk on the mic says, Eric, it's not that I hate everything. It's not that you hate everything I stand for. No, no. You are afraid of everything I stand for. I stand for a different mindset, a different form of wrestling than anything you've ever seen. And the problem is you once thought like I did. You were once willing to do whatever it took to change the world of wrestling forever. And to be fair, you did. But so have I. You are afraid because you realize that the world of wrestling can not only exist, but thrives without you. And you can't stand it. And as he is talking from behind, jumping the barricade, Brock Lesnar slides into the ring, hits a German suplex onto CM Punk. Brock continues to hit German suplexes all over the ring. We're at 10 Germans, 15 <laughs> Germans, 20 Germans onto CM Punk. So many Germans. Punk is, in a, <laughs> Punk is in a really bad way. Brock then pulls up his broken body and plants him with an F5. Bischoff gets in the ring and raises his hand by, and puts his foot on Punk's chest. They get out of the ring. They make their way up the ramp as the medical team comes out to check on CM Punk. So much mayhem. It is very much mayhem. We cut, <laughs> we cut backstage to William Regal's desk. Regal is on the phone. Becky knocks on the door once, but they just bust in. Regal's on the phone. He says, Steve, I'm going to have to call you back, but let's make something work. He hangs up the phone. What? Ah, uh, Becky. What? <laughs> Becky, what can I help you with? I want a rematch at Asuka for the, for the Women's Championship. I deserve to be champion, not her. 
Regal says, well, Becky, I don't just hand out title opportunities, but I'll tell you what. Next week, we are going to have a gauntlet match with the winner getting the chance to face Asuka at Addicted to Chaos. So good luck. Now get out of my office. Becky just looks at him and yells, fine. Knocks some papers off his desk and walks out as we cut to commercial break. Steve who? Carell? No. Bashimi? No. <laughs> I couldn't think of any other Steves. <laughs> I am shook. Oh, my gosh. All right, we are back from commercial break. Oh, this is a matchup that many fans are looking forward to as Drew McIntyre's music hits. Drew is coming out, getting the crowd fired up. But from behind, Wardlow just attacks him, lays him out to the floor. Wardlow continues to beat on Drew. The ref is trying to stop him, but Wardlow gets back and through and continues the attack on Drew. Drew finally gets some shots in on Wardlow, knocking him back. Drew takes off running forwards towards Wardlow, tries to hit a Claymore, but Wardlow grabs Drew and hits him with a belly-to-back suplex on the ramp. Wardlow grabs Drew once again, lifts him up, and power bombs him onto the ramp, denting the ramp from the impact. Wardlow grabs the prone body of Drew, dragging him back up toward the stage, grabs him, lifts him up for the power bomb, and power bombs him through the floor of the stage, sending smoke and wood crashing all around Drew. Wardlow stands <laughs> over the hole, screams in the air, as finally security referees and William Regal try to pull Wardlow back. Triple H finally pops his head out from a corner, laughs, grabs Wardlow, pulls him back. This match is not happening tonight. Drew McIntyre is not able to compete. What is going on tonight? Can anything get any weirder? Oh, no. On the Titans run, we see Bray Wyatt with a puppet version of Brody King and Buddy Matthews standing beside, as well as the rest of the original puppet game that he has. Bray Wyatt <laughs> says, well, we are having some fun tonight, aren't we? And, he, and we had lots of fun last week, right, guys? The Brody King and Buddy Matthew puppets answer in a very robotic-sounding voice, yes, we did, Bray, thanks to you. <laughs> Boys and girls, I would love to introduce you to my new friends. This is Brother Brody and Brother Buddy, <laughs> and they are brand new to our fun house. Yay! Yay! And soon, I hope that we can add a new friend. Oh, right, Brother Malachi? I told you we would see you soon, and he wouldn't wait to uh, he couldn't wait to see you. He's been looking forward to this for a long time. Our time never really aligned, but now they have, and we are looking forward to playing with you more. Remember, Malachi, I'll light the way for you, and all you have to do is let me in. Goodbye. The music plays again. Jeez. Michael Cole is stunned on commentary. Pat McAfee just tosses his pencil <laughs> up in the air. He doesn't know what's going on. We cut back to the ramp. They are finally pulling Drew out of the rubble. He is broken. He has wood kind of in his arm, taking the nasty bump. Pat McAfee finally just yells, what is happening tonight? As we cut to commercial break. Oh, gosh, Pat McAfee. Oh, my God. How much time? Oh, I got 15 I'm minutes. Oh, freaking right. out. Let's roll through this. All right. Segment, segment is this? six. Okay, yep. Uh, there we go. Brian Danielson, music hits. He is making his wrestling debut tonight in Mayhem. He's obviously upset by not being included, and so he's going to take that frustration out on his opponent tonight. Wrestling is more than one. Well, then. 
Cody Rhodes makes his way to the ring. We don't have time for Cody's pyro tonight, but <laughs> the winner of this match will be a part of the number one contenders match next week for a chance at the title. The bell rings. <laughs> the bell rings, and this match is very back and forth. Both oh men are going gosh. back and forth. Brian finally gets the upper hand after kicking Cody straight in the head, knocking him out of the ring. Brian goes to hit a suicide dive to the outside, sending Cody back first into the barricade. Danielson pulls Cody over the steel steps, places his head on one of the steps, and repeatedly stomps on his head eight, nine, ten times. Danielson then rolls Cody back into the ring. One, two, Cody kicks out. Brian climbs to the top rope, but Cody is able to get up, run to the top, and nails Brian with a superplex from the top. Uh, Brian rolls out of the ring. Cody jumps over the ropes, climbs to the top, and hits a moonsault. But Brian moves out of the way, sending Cody crashing onto the floor, onto the ri- uh, barricade rib first as we cut to commercial break. Mm. Segment seven, Brian Danielson is still in control, but not for long as Brian whips Cole, uh, Cody into the corner or uh, towards the rope. But Cody jumps on the top rope, hits a Cody cutter on Danielson, but Cody is too hurt to go for the pin. So instead, he waits for Brian Danielson to get up. Goes for the crossroads, but Danielson slides down, applies the heel hook on Cody. Cody is screaming in pain, but is able to slowly roll out of it and starts to nail, starts nailing Brian with the dusty punches. The crowd is getting into it. He goes for the bionic elbow, but Brian dodges it, bounces off the ropes, hits a running knee. One, two, three. Brian Danielson wins and is moving on to be the number one contender, possibly for the PBWF championship. And after the match, uh, Cody slowly pulls himself with the ropes. Brian Danielson steps towards him, goes for a handshake, but Cody just looks at him, drops down, rolls out of the ring, and makes his way back up to the ramp as Brian Danielson is celebrating in the ring. Now backstage, we cut. John Moxley is warming up in the locker room for his match when suddenly Seth Rollins and FTR walk in. Seth says, look, I know we've had our differences in the past, but I just wanted to say one thing. If you cost us this match tonight, a chair shot to the back will be weak compared to what I do to you. You understand? <laughs> John says, I'm not a lunatic this time. I'm a killer. So you better make sure you finish the job this time. Other t- otherwise, I will. Seth laughs, goes to turn around and leave when in walks Paul Heyman. Paul looks at Seth and John, laughs, and just simply says, your tribal chief says hello, little brothers. Good luck tonight. <laughs> Seth Rollins and FTR storm out of the room while just Moxley stares at Paul Heyman and shuts the door in his face as we cut to commercial break. <laughs> Segment eight. Uh, yeah, I got time. Segment eight. Shinsuke Nakamura's music hits. This is a number one contendership match for the Pure Wrestling Championship. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura got very close to win the championship last night, but let's see if he can defeat his opponent to get to that spot. Kevin Owens makes his way out to the ring. Both men are in the ring. The bell rings, and from the beginning, Kevin Owens does everything he can to roll up Shinsuke to try and pick up the win, but uh, each time Shinsuke gets out of it, KO goes for a stunner, but Nakamura holds his foot and hits a rolling back kick towards uh, taking KO out. Uh, Shinsuke goes for the Kinshasa, but KO catches him with a super kick, followed by a running senton. One, two, kick out. Shinsuke tries to get some offense in, but KO is able to slow him down by sending Nakamura into the corner. He hits the cannonball, but Nakamura is able to roll to the outside on the apron. Kevin rolls to the outside, sets Shinsuke up for the package pile driver on the apron, but Nakamura is able to get out of it and nails KO with a dragon sleeper suplex on the apron as we cut to commercial break. 
segment nine. Kevin Owens was able to recover during the commercial break and is back in control. KO is climbing to the top rope, goes for a huge frog splash, but Shinsuke is able to roll out of the way and drills KO with a single leg drop kick. Nakamura is unable to go for the cover. Both men pull themselves up. KO goes for the stunner, but Nakamura catches his foot, lifts him up, lands the Ushiguroshi. One, two, kick out. Nakamura cannot believe it. Nakamura <laughs> sets up for the Kinshasa, but once again, KO catches him with a super kick. Nakamura bounces off the ropes directly into a stunner. One, two, three. Kevin Owens wins and is the number one contender and will face MJF for the Pure Wrestling Championship. We cut backstage. Uh, and a, a dejected Cody Rhodes is walking backstage when he bumps into Kenny Omega, Adam Page, and the Bucks. <laughs> Cody stops and simply puts his hand, or Kenny stops him and simply puts his hand on Cody's shoulder. Kenny says, what happened to you, man? You used to be one of the best, but now you can't even win one match anymore. Where is the Cody of the elite? Where is the Cody that took everything or took the wrestling world over? Bring him back or just get out of the company. Kenny and the Bucks walk around him, and as Cody just kind of stares into the camera, and we cut back to the commentary where Michael Cole says, next week on Mayhem, we have our women's number one contender gauntlet match. We will hear from Eric Bischoff and Brock Lesnar after their heinous attack on CM Punk, and we have just received word that next week we will also find out the number one contender for the PBWF championship as Brian Danielson will face a mystery opponent chosen by Regal and Kenny Omega if he can win tonight's main event. But let's head to that match right now. Now. Kenny Omega and Adam Page make their way out to the ring. They are getting in the ring. They're fired up, ready to bring this tag team back as we cut to commercial break. It's like a 90s cartoon. It is. I love it. Uh, When we come back from commercial break, all the elite are in the ring. Kenny Omega, Adam Page, and the Bucks. Seth Rollins' music hits. No Triple H with him tonight, but it's FTR flanking his right and left. They come to the outside. They are following him. They get in the ring. They're ready for this matchup tonight. John Moxley's music hits, and, and as he's coming through the crowd, Adam Page cannot just take his eyes off of Moxley. There is so much hatred between both these men. Uh, we haven't seen Moxley and Rollins in the ring at the same time in a long time. Both Moxley and Rollins get in the ring, and they are standing face-to-face -face with Omega and with Page. The crowd is buzzing. This is a long-time reunion for both Rollins and Moxley and Page and Omega, and kind of a dream match in some weird way as the bell rings, and as soon as the bell rings... Both all four men begin just to brawl all over the ring. The referee is trying to get control of it, but it's impossible. Uh, as they are brawling in the ring uncontrollably, Moxley and Paige brawl to the outside while Kenny and Seth are trading shots in the ring. Kenny goes for a V-trigger, but Seth is able to dodge, sending Kenny to the outside next to the Bucks. Moxley throws Paige over the steel steps, landing next to the uh, next to the Bucks and Omega. Rollins goes flying over the rope, hits a huge su suicide dive, taking everyone out. Moxley and Rollins roll back into the ring, celebrating in the ring as we cut to commercial break. Segment 11. Uh, we come back from commercial break. John Moxley and Kenny Omega are the legal men. Moxley goes for the paradigm shift, but Kenny is able to connect with an elbow, getting free, and nails Moxley with a V-trigger. Kenny goes to tag in Page. Moxley leans in to tag in Rollins, but realizes Page is getting in the ring and decides he wants Page all for himself. 
Seth is livid on the apron as Mox and Paige begin to just trade punches, shots back and forth. But Moxley has been in for way too long and easily gets overpowered by Hangman Page. Page connects with a huge big boot to Moxley, bouncing him off the ropes and directly into a dead eye. One, two, Moxley is just able to get his shoulder up. Mm. Moxley tries to muster as much offense as he can, but Page is too dominant. Ron's frustration is growing on the outside. Page tags Kenny back into the match. But as Kenny goes for the Dragon Sleeper, Moxley is able to reverse it into a jumping neckbreaker onto Kenny. Rollins is reaching for the tag, and Moxley is slowly dragging himself to the corner. Moxley is slow, or so close, he pushes himself to make the tag, but Rollins jumps off the apron uh, and just stares into the crowd. Moxley is screaming at him, what are you doing? Rollins just ignores him. Moxley is able to pull himself up with the ropes. Moxley yells, fine, I can do this myself, and immediately eats a V-trigger to the back of the head. Sending him into the ropes, right into the one-winged angel. One, two, three. Kenny Omega wins and is added to the number one contenders match next week. And Adam Hangman Page is able to pick the stipulation for his match with John Moxley at Addicted to Chaos. Kenny Omega is getting his hand raised, but Page doesn't care about that. He slides into the ring and just starts laying in the punches again to Moxley. Omega and Page continue to beat down on Moxley as Rollins just kind of stands on the ramp. For a moment, a look of concern comes across his face. But then before he can even do anything, Triple H is by his side and just pulls him back up the ramp towards the back. Mm-hmm. In the ring, the Bucks and Omega and Page are just beating John Moxley. Page rolls to the outside, finds a baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire. The Bucks are holding up his lifeless body, and Page just gets back into the ring, looks Moxley directly in the eye, eyes, screams, and drills him over the top of the head with that Barbie bat. Moxley is laying bleeding while the elite stand victorious. We will see you next week on Mayhem. Insane. Wow. Insane. <laughs> Mayhem may even be the right word. The Firefly Flam House is my new favorite thing. Dude. I love it. Brother Malachi. So good. Oh, Brother Malachi. Malachi. Oh, man, that's so good. Uh, oh, my gosh. There's, uh, just so, there's just so much going on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, it's like every week, like you may have forgotten something, mm-hmm. but oh my, it, everything is just, <laughs> a, it's action packed nonstop. Yep. It's good. It's yeah. like, it's insane. Got to heal Bailey now. That was yeah. that was great. I loved. I, as soon as she came out, I was like, "Please turn her, please turn her, please turn her, please turn her," and you did. So it was great. So yeah. Well, it. God, yeah. we had a Sasha Banks Bailey feud for in real life for like two years, three yep. years, right? Like that. Yep. So I love very it. Very nice. I man. think that's great. I love it. But Sasha's never really been the baby face, and Bailey's never really been the heel in the situation. That's so. true, except during the pandemic, and that didn't count. Nope. So there you go, man. I love that. I think that's so good. Um. There's still I'm like tired, and I didn't do anything. <laughs> there's still the wrinkle of this Kevin Owens thing hanging over Triple H and uh-huh. Seth Rollins that I cannot wait to hear what happens. Yeah, like I was hoping we might get some of it here, but well, long term storytelling, I like it. We got six months of this. <laughs> we gotta we gotta stretch some things. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We do. You are correct about that. All right, so we are on to. Revolution. Whew, my voice is kind of shot after. Dude, that's what I'm saying. I'm up. tired, and you guys are calling it. I'm just enjoying. And I, so. I, didn't, I didn't think I would get as fired up as I do kind of calling these, but I get like, I visualize it in my head as I'm talking. You're like, yes! Like, this is yes! awesome. I know. I know. Me too. Well, like I was telling you, because 
full disclosure, I write all of my stuff. Which you you type it, is I write it. Amazing you write it. Like that's yeah. Ridiculous. I've been staring at that legal pad. Yeah, this whole I've been time. Too. I write it. Well, Just flipping pages. I'm like, come on. So man. I, I, I write it. everything, and I was texting Andy the other day, and I told him I said. I get excited about what I'm booking, and I write faster, and it gets sloppier. And I'm like, it's so good, though. It's so good. It's so good. And by the end, you're like, cramp. <laughs> I'll for take real. the cramp. I'll take for the cramp. <laughs> yeah. For, <laughs> Not my yeah, pickle juice it. for this man. <laughs> no, I'll just take the cramp. I'll take the cramp. Oh, that's full circle. So that being said, uh, make sure you're following us at PBW Podcast on Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, and Instagram for all of this nonsense. Give us some feedback. It's we hope. Shirt, dude. It is. I'll take the cramp. <laughs> I'll take the cramp. Got, who's mustard. the foot? Who's the foot? I'll take Where's the, the cramp. Cr- I'll take the cramp. Yeah. So good. Squashka. Um, Squashka. Um, all right, follow us. <laughs> Keep up with us. Give us some feedback. If you like all this shenanigans, I hope you do because it's what you're going to continue to get. Um, like all right, it. let's go to Revolution. Uh, 30 minutes on the clock. Man, let me gather myself here. Yeah, my voice gave out about halfway through, and I was like coughing but talking at the same time. <laughs> That's funny. Um, all right, here we go. And with Revolution, you good? Let's do it. Okay. And do you good over there with the timer? Yep. Here we go. You think you know me. Ladies and gentlemen, this was not on our format, but welcome to Revolution anyway. I'm Tom Hannafin alongside Corey Graves and the Hall of Famer JBL, and it looks like we're going to be joined by another Hall of Famer, the rated R superstar Edge. He does not look happy. Edge grabs a microphone and he says, Matt Cardona? <laughs> Matt Cardona, you're such a narcissist you always have been and you always will be i tried to help you along in your early on in your career and you wouldn't listen now i come to revolution to help you out to help you win the real world's championship and because it didn't exactly go your way this is how you repay me matt get out here we've got to settle this right now Asking you shall receive. That's the music of Always Ready Matt Cardona. But, of course, it's not just Matt. It's the major players, Brian Myers, Chelsea Green, his wife, and Smart Mark Sterling are with him. Edge starts to go after Matt, but Matt grabs the mic, and he says, Edge, 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 I wouldn't do that if I were you. There's way more of us. I would just keep your cool. Now, you say that that I'm a narcissist. Well, just call me the new Lex Luger because I am a narcissist. (laughs) It's all about me. This is my time, Edge, not yours. Take a back seat. And Edge says, if you want me gone, Matt, you're going to have to kill me. All of a sudden, Steve Austin comes on the screen. Ah, ah, ah. Hold it right there. Matt, what happened last night? At Game On was uncalled for, and we will talk about that at a later date. But for right now, I've got somebody here 
who wants some revenge as well. A Christian walks into frame. He says, so right now, get me a ref. Matt, you and Brian are going to face Edge and Christian right here, right now. Here comes Christian to the ring. We're going to have ourselves a tag match to kick off Revolution when we come back. Turn, turn your volume to about like 75. Yeah. There you go. Okay, cool. Sorry about that. Here we go. Uh, That's nuts. Okay, cool. Here we go. Bell sounds. We are underway. Things get settled down during the break. Seems like we're going to have a traditional tag match here. Edge and Brian Myers are the legal man, but Edge wants Cardona. He's pointing at him. Cardona laughs, but he tags in. Edge charges at him, but Cardona rolls out of the ring, and the crowd starts booing heavily as Cardona confers with his wife, Chelsea Green. Matt gets back in the ring. He and Edge go to lock up, and Cardona rolls out of the ring again. Edge is trying to go after him, but the ref is holding him back. Matt Cardona finally gets in the ring. He immediately tags in Brian Myers, and he laughs about it. He doesn't want any part of Edge. As soon as Myers gets in the ring, Edge takes him down, and he starts throwing hands. The ref has to try to break this up because of the five count, but Edge charges back in, and Myers thumbs him right in the eye. My goodness. Shoots Edge off the rope. Cardona hits him with a knee to the back. Edge turns around, but Cardona grabs his foot, pulls him out of the ring, and throws Edge right into the steel steps. Cardona comes out, and they double-team Edge. Christian is trying to come around and help, but the referee is trying to hold him back. He can't see what's going on. Meanwhile, Brian Myers and Matt Cardona, they've got Edge set up. They've got him set up in a pile driver. On the outside of the ring, Brian Aids, they spike pile driver on the outside of the ring. Unbelievable on that surgically repaired neck. We have to take a commercial break. We will sort this out when we come back. We are back, and medical personnel are at ringside attending to Edge. He just took a spike pile driver on the floor. Christian is having to fight this one alone, but he's slowly making a comeback as Edge is, is getting put on a stretcher and taken out of the building. Christian's making a comeback, rights and lefts on Brian Myers. He takes him down. He sets Myers up in the corner. Tornado DDT from the second rope. He covers him one, two, but Cardona breaks it up, the numbers game. The ref tries to get him back to the corner. He starts talking trash to Christian. Christian is talking the trash right back. Christian turns around. Roster cut lariat by Brian Myers. The cover, one, two, shoulder up by Christian. He is still in this thing. Brian getting frustrated, sets up in the corner to go for it again. Blind tag by Cardona, though. Myers misses the roster cut. Christian catches him in the kill switch, but Cardona turns Christian around. And radio silence. They cover the count. One, two, three. The major players picking up a big win here. Always Edge could be seriously injured. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Chelsea Green tosses two chairs in the ring. Oh, no. Don't tell me. Myers and Cardona each grab one. Stay down, Christian. Don't try to get up. But he sits up. Concerto to Christian. Unbelievable. More medical personnel rush to the ring. We have got to take another commercial break. We come back. We're backstage. We see Edge and Christian being loaded into ambulances. 
We see the major players off in the distance with that sadistic smile, so proud of themselves. Awesome! I came to the We head back to the ring for somebody else that needs to explain himself after the pay-per-view. It's time for the first edition of Ms. TV here on Revolution. Miz grabs a microphone and he says, I know you guys think I have a lot of explaining to do. Well, here's what you're going to get. The Miz and Maurice are the stars here. We do what we want when we want, and we will rise to the top of the PBWF, not just revolution. And we have found two men that are committed to that very same goal. Please welcome Lance Archer and Baron Corbin. Corbin and Archer make their way to the ring. Miz says, this is the new Miz-tourage. <laughs> Not the joke that you all saw back in 2017. Not those jobbers that don't know a wrist lock from a wrist watch. Those guys, those guys weren't worth the paper their paycheck was printed on. These guys... Archer and Corbin, they are committed to the mission. The mission that The Miz will be the number one guy in all of PBWF. Awesome! I came to the There's a price to pay. Strong words from The Miz as we head to commercial break. All right. We are back from commercial break. Miz show. It is triple threat time, ladies and gentlemen, as we will name a new number one contender for the Women's Championship. You see, our new champion, Shayna Baszler, has joined us at ringside to get a closer eye on this one. Britt Baker making her entrance to the ring. So does Alexa Bliss and Candice LeRae. The bell sounds, and here we go. Seems like the two blonde bombshells might be trying to team up here on Britt Baker. But remember, it's every woman for herself, just like it game on. Britt, sta Britt starts throwing hands on both of them, but eventually she gets stopped. Alexa and Candace, double Irish whip, a big double drop kick on Britt Baker, taking her to the outside of the ring. Here we go with Candace and Alexa. They're locking up. They're trying to gain an advantage on each other. All of a sudden, big double spear by Britt Baker as all three women spill to the outside of the ring right here in front of Shayna Baszler as we crash to our commercial break. We are back, and we are at the tail end of this match in segment six. All three women are battling here. Britt grabs Alexa, shoots her off the ropes, lowers her head. Bliss, she hits a code red on Britt Baker. The cover, one, two. Candace grabs Alexa and rolls her up. One, two. Britt recovers. She grabs Candace. Cover, one, two. Kick out. Candace staggers right into Bliss, who snatches her up in that goddess DDT. But before she can make the cover, a big boot from Britt Baker. Britt grabs Alexa. Takes her to the corner, goes up to the second rope, 
Pittsburgh Sunrise. The cover. No, wait. Candace grabs Britt, throws her to the outside of the ring. No, Britt reverses. She tosses Candace out of the ring. Britt goes for the pin, but Alexa rolls her up. One, two. Britt reverses the leverage. One, two, three. Britt Baker has stolen the victory. What a match. Britt Baker is your new number one contender. Britt gets up. She extends her hand to Alexa, but she's blindsided by Candice LeRae. Candice and Alexa are putting the boots to Britt Baker. What a turn of events. Here comes Shayna Baszler, but Candice and Alexa take off as we head to our next commercial break. Man, <laughs> always conflicted. Always conflicted. Because I control the cheering and the booing. So I'm like, <laughs> dang. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. I guess I'm cheering. Uh-huh. No, I'm booing. <laughs> we are back. We're in the backstage hallway. We see Matt Cardona and Steve Austin. They're having a conversation in the back hallway. It seems to be a very civil conversation. Nobody's getting heated. Kayla Braxton approaches, and Matt Cardona immediately walks away. She asks Steve Austin what it was all about. He says he can't speak to that at this time. You know what's all about the Back to the ring now for singles action. We saw several scuffles at the pay-per-view between the club and the Undisputed Era. We're going to try to settle some of that tonight. We got time. Yes. In one-on-one action, it's going to be Adam Cole against Finn Balor. The bell sounds. Here we go. This is the match that you would expect from these two, a very catch-as-catch-can style, exchanging technical holds. Balor finally shakes free, hits a couple of flying forearms, followed up by a shotgun dropkick to the corner. Momentum takes Adam Cole to the outside of the ring. Referee is, is leaning through the ropes. He's instructing Cole to get back in, but Cole's calling for timeout. He's pleading with the referee. Meanwhile, The referee is trying to get Cole in the ring. Here comes Balor. He flips over the top rope, over the referee, onto Adam Cole. What a move as we crash to commercial break. We are headed to segment number eight. We are back. Pick this thing up at the tail end of the match. It has been back and forth, fast-paced match all the way around. All of a sudden, Adam Cole goes for a clothesline. Balor ducks. Balor goes for a Pele kick. Cole moves. Balor crashes to the mat as he's selling up. Cole hits the last shot from out of nowhere. The cover, one, two, foot on the rope by Finn Balor. Great ring awareness, can't say it, by Finn Balor. Adam Cole, he drags Balor to the corner. He looks like he's setting up for that Panama sunrise. But as he hooks Balor, he flips over. Balor counters into a bridging pin, one, two, Cole rolls through, sunset flip. One, two, a kick out. Balor rolls through again, basement drop kick. Adam Cole is in the drop zone, as our old friend Michael Cole would say. Balor going to the top rope, going for that coup de gras. He misses though, he rolls through. Adam Cole connects with a super kick to the face that rocks Finn Balor. Super kick to the knee, bringing him down. Cole pulls down the knee pad and he lowers the boom. 
Last shot connects. One, two, three. Adam Cole, a hard-fought victory here on Revolution as we head to commercial break. We come back from commercial break. We're in the locker room of the club. Balor has just suffered a devastating loss. AJ Styles comes to him and he says, What's your problem, Finn? You haven't won a single match since we got here. Finn starts to speak, but AJ says, Save it. You're going to have to prove yourself around here. Just like everybody else. You haven't done anything. You got to prove yourself. You're going to have to do it against me next week for the Intercontinental title. And if you lose, there will be consequences. Strong words from AJ Styles there. As we head back to the ring, we are being joined by Chris Jericho, who, as usual, does not look happy because he can't get his performances in. Chris Jericho grabs the microphone as he begins to speak. Fantastic. Yeah. It's Cameron Grimes. Look, let me tell a little story about a guy named Grimes. He sat at home hurting, had to make up for the time. He started playing games and invested. We saw his brief appearance in re- week one here. But here he is in all of his glory. It's Cameron Grimes. He grabs the microphone. Don't worry. He grabs the microphone. He says, Chris, I've got more money than that dang Ted DiBiase. And I want to invest my money in Fozzie. Jericho looks confused. He says, you want to invest in Fozzie? Grimes says, yeah, that's right. I believe with our partnership, Fozzie will go straight to the moon. Jericho laughs. And he says, I've had enough of this crap. There's no competition here on Revolution. Give me a referee so that I can teach this Moneybags boy here a lesson. Referee comes out. Looks like we're going to have a match. The bell sounds, and here we go. Cameron Grimes, not sure, not sure how to take this. He came out here to try to get a partnership, and we're going to have a match. He charges in at Jericho. Judas effect! Cameron Grimes is knocked out cold. Jericho doesn't pin him, though. Looks, He's just... He bends down, and he's just slapping Cameron Grimes, (laughs) slapping him across the face, just toying with him. And then he locks in the walls of Jericho in the middle of the ring. Cameron Grimes has nowhere to go. But before the referee can even check on him, from behind, Jeff Jarrett jumps in, smashes Jericho with the guitar. The bell sounds. This match is thrown out, obviously. But, man, I don't think Jeff Jarrett cares. He is making a huge statement. Here on Revolution, despite losing to Jericho at the pay-per-view, we have got to take a commercial break. But up next, it's main event time. That was great. I didn't expect Double J to come back. <laughs> I like the Cameron Grimes appearance. That was nice. You're welcome. Very nice. And that Ted DiBiase. <laughs> Ted DiBiase! Before we head back to the ring, we're back here. Want to let you know that coming up next, 
as we have just heard for the Intercontinental Championship, AJ Styles is going to defend against fellow club member Finn Balor. Randy Orton will make his, technically his in-ring debut on Revolution against a member of the Miztourage, Lance Archer. And we hope to have a medical update on both Edge and Christian, plus the return of our new world heavyweight champion, Roman Reigns, next week. Shock the system. But right now, it is time for our main event of the evening. Here come our brand new Revolution Tag Team Champions, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, the Undisputed Era. Here come their opponents, ladies and gentlemen. We thought we had seen the last of DIY in the Battle Royal a few weeks back, but old Stone Cold gave them another opportunity that they could not pass up. So here we go. Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa will challenge Fish and O'Reilly for the tag belts when we come back. Let me check one more thing here. Pro Wrestling Tees. Dot com slash PW podcast. Try Turd sandwich. Turd sandwich. All the things. Do I even do that anymore? Sometimes. Oh, turd sandwich. Yeah, we do that every week. Nice. All right, we are back. <laughs> Final segment here on the show. It has been a work rate match. A hard fought battle between these two teams. We're near the tail end of the match, though. We see a worn down Johnny Gargano desperately reaching for a tag. Kyle O'Reilly, though, he knocks Tommaso Ciampa off the apron. Bobby Fish gets in. They're going for that double leg sweep. Kyle O'Reilly hits the ropes, but Ciampa pulls the rope down. Crash and burn. Fish goes, uh, sorry, O'Reilly goes to the outside. So Fish, recovering, tries to put a heel hook on Gargano, but Gargano kicks him off. Spring, sorry, don't play that. I accidentally hit a button. Um, springs to his feet and, where am I at? <laughs> Super kicked to the knee. Bobby Fish in the middle of the ring on his knees. Gargano tags in Champa. They set up. They're going to meet in the middle. That super kick running knee combo. Champa makes the cover. One, two, but O'Reilly jumps in. He pushes Gargano into the pin to break it up. All four men fighting hockey style in the middle of the ring. Champa, he's got fish set up for that fairy tale ending. Kyle O'Reilly comes in with a one-leg drop kick. But he turns around. Gargano picks him up. Lawn dart into the buckle. Champa crawls over. He tags in Gargano as a legal man. Johnny springboard for the one final beat DDT. Fish catches him. Rams Johnny into Tommaso Champa, kicking him in the face inadvertently. Fish, he then hits a northern-like suplex on Gargano. He follows it up with a diving headbutt from the top rope. One, two. Gargano gets a shoulder up. He is still in this thing. Bobby Fish picks him up, but Gargano a quick roll-up. One, two. Fish escapes. Gargano runs right into a huge roundhouse kick from Kyle O'Reilly, who just got back in the ring, followed up with that double-leg sweep by Fish and O'Reilly. Fish gets on top. One, Two, three, the Undisputed Era have retained their Tag Team Championship. Tommaso Ciampa was trying to get back in the ring, but Kyle O'Reilly was holding his leg down. It's over. Still Tag Team Champions, Fish and O'Reilly. DIY 
is officially over. Undisputed Era leave the ring. Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, they embrace in the middle of the ring. The fans are going crazy. They start chanting DIY, DIY, DIY. What a ride that these guys have had. And what a night it has been here on Revolution. We will see you next week. Oh, I thought you were Chicago in us. Oh, I was waiting for it. I was no waiting sh- for Tommaso to grab his little head and throw it into something. <laughs> no Chicago here just oh. yet. Just yet. Ooh. You never uh, know. You never know. The I can't speak to that at this moment makes me very anxious considering that uh, mm. that someone was talking to Steve somebody <laughs> earlier. <laughs> <laughs> he may have a brother named Steve. He, he could. Know. I hope so. Steve Regal? Yeah. He was Steve Regal in WCW in 1995. There you See, go. He's talking, talking to, to himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's talking to himself. He's yeah. the real fiend. <laughs> yeah. That could, that could be true. Oh, man. Great shows. Great Love shows. It. Hit him with it. What do you got? I liked it. No, yeah. I really liked it. I liked it. I like, I like, I like Britt winning. Yeah. The... The beatdown afterwards, I was not expecting. So that mm. was that was nice. Um, I feel bad for Christian. He just got back and then just got murdered. <laughs> um, that's just been the case of his whole career. That is a hundred percent the truth. <laughs> just let Jericho finish his concert, man. Come on, Jericho can't get anything yet. Nothing. Uh, is that like his his bit now? Like he he's is, the new Elias. I was about to he's say he's Elias. Elias. <laughs> we'll I see. Love that. Uh, so Alexa Bliss teamed up with Candice Lorraine. Yeah, and that's a heel turn for Alexa, or she was always kind of. They're both kind of teetering. They all, Alexa specifically just kind of yes. rides that line yep. at all times. Well, and Candice is married to Johnny, and Johnny is the ultimate babyface. Yeah, so it's kind of yeah wishy washy. It's almost like not not to this caliber, but almost like a Stone Cold, where it's like I'm going to sure. root for you no matter what. Sure, yeah. so. absolutely. And Candace and Alexa are hard to not cheer for because right. they're so good. You know? yeah. uh, I will say this is calling all the way back to the pay-per-view, so if you hadn't listened to that, uh, you're getting a little sneak peek. But uh, the Fatal Five-Way, when Alexa Bliss uh, came off the top rope, mm-hmm. I was like, could she even hit all four of them? <laughs> She's like three six. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she could That's even hit all of them. The way they were lined up, it worked. Yeah, no. It was like a domino effect. Yeah, it was a domino effect. It was. It was definitely a domino effect. Oh, man. Good stuff. Wild rides. Yes, Wild absolutely. rides, guys. That's good I'm stuff. exhausted. And I did, I'd pushed a button. You did nothing. Did you see? Yeah. Wow. Well, well. <laughs> I'm allowed to say that, Chris. You're not allowed to say that. That's, that's true. No. That's true. I apologize. So, anyway, thanks for hanging with us. Thanks for uh, joining in on the pay per view and for week five, week the fallout. Five, dude. Man, the fallout. Um, Good stuff on both sides. Follow us at PBW Podcast. Give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Want to know what you think of the shows? Want to know what you think of what's going on? And where you think it's going to go? It's great to hear. So follow us. Subscribe wherever you find your podcast. Uh, we would love and appreciate that. Anything else? Okay, so. We good? We're good. All right, let's sign off on this edition of the PBWF Pipe Bomb Wrestling Federation presented by the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast from Mr. Brad Beal, Andy York. My name is Chris Belcher. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll catch you guys down the road.